Hello, and welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories once again. Just like to put a big thank you out there to anyone who's sharing the podcast, uh, listening to the podcast, liking the podcast, rating the podcast, any of those sorts of things you can do goes a long way to other people finding the podcast. And I really just do this for the fun of it, so the more people who listen, the happier I am. And don't forget, if you have an idea for the podcast, you can send that idea to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com, or you can post it on our Facebook page, which is uh, linked in the description. Again, I'll make up the story. All I want from you is a basic idea, a type of planet to visit, a type of character you want to see, anything like that. But now, on to our story. This is episode 58, The Planet of the Nights, Part 2. If you remember from the last episode, the main character was tasked with slaying a dragon, but instead tamed it and brought it back to the castle on the night planet. As usual, just close your eyes, get comfy in your bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. You wake up on top of your straw bed that they gave you to sleep in. You get up and stretch a little bit, and then you hear a knock at the door. Uh, come in, you say. The door creaks open and in walks a guard. Your presence is requested by the king, the guard says. Uh, Okay, uh, I'll be right there. You get up out of bed and you go follow the guard down the hallway, down a big set of winding stairs and into the main chamber of the castle. At the front of the main chamber, The king, who is only a child himself, is sitting on the throne. You walk out in front of him. Oh, it's you. Uh, Well, I've been talking to some of my advisors and, well, basically, we think the fact that you were able to tame a dragon means that you probably are a witch and mm, I think we're going to have to... uh, Lock you up and have a trial. I'm not a witch, you say. What makes you think I'm a witch? Uh, I already told you the thing with taming the dragon. But also, the guards found this magic staff in your room. The king holds up your magic staff. Ooh, you think. Well, technically I'm not a witch, you say. I'm actually a wizard. Oh, if you're a wizard, that makes it all okay, the king says. Really? You ask? No, the king says. Lock him up. The guards all put their spears out and walk towards you. Uh, spaceship, you say? A little help here? Spaceship? No one answers. Are you talking to this thing, the king says, holding up what looks to be a toy spaceship. What? How did you get that? We found it in your room and it looked fun to play with, but then 
It started talking and stuff, so I put it in this enchanted box that people assure me blocks all magic, and now it seems it can't help you. <laughs> Take him away. I'm bored of this, the Kid King says. The guards pick you up and take you to the jail. They put you inside a big jail cell with huge metal bars. Beside you is the dragon you tamed in a much bigger cage with much bigger bars. Dragon? Is that you? Yeah, they caught me. Ugh. I'm so sick of these people. First they feed you, and then they stop feeding you, and then they put you in a cage and tell you you're only going to be there for a bit, but they lock it up. This is completely unfair. I just want to be free again. I wish you never took me here, the dragon says. I'm sorry, buddy. I'll find a way out of here. You start thinking about possible ways to get out of there. Spaceship seems to be captured in some sort of enchanted box. You're stuck in a jail cell. You don't have your magic staff. You might be able to do magic without it, though, you realize. You've done magic without it before. You close your eyes. And you calm yourself by taking deep, slow breaths. With each breath, you let your shoulders relax, your face relax, and you just let all the tension in your body melt away. Once the tension's gone, you start to focus inward. You find that relaxing place, that happy place or time, and you not only remember what it looked like, you remember how you felt when you were there. You allow that feeling of relaxation and happiness to just flow through your body. You can feel a power deep within you, but you can't figure out a way to channel it. Then your attention goes to your staff. And after a while of sitting and concentrating, you can actually feel your staff once again. You try to pull it towards you using your mind, but it seems as if it's stuck or locked up in something. Either way, you still feel a connection to it. You allow yourself and your staff to become one, even though you're in different places. And then, you begin to focus on moving faster, faster and 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 faster, and then you release all of the energy. A strange sensation goes through your body and everything goes silent. When you open your eyes, time seems to be frozen, but you know it's actually just because you're moving or existing extra fast. 
In this state, you're moving so much quicker than everything else that it's very easy to break things you remember. You hit the bars and they snap into little pieces just as if they were little twigs. You step out of the jail cell and you look over at the dragon. Well, I'll come back for you, you say. You walk down the hallway. You pass some frozen guards. And then up a set of stairs. There's a door at the top of the stairs and it's locked. So again, going faster than everything, you hit the door and it breaks into thousands of pieces, little shards of wood going everywhere before they suddenly stop in time again. At the top of the stairs, you look to the left and you look to the right and there you see your staff. It's locked up in a cage. You walk to the cage and once again, easily break it apart and grab your staff. Now you need to get the spaceship. It seems like it's pretty far from here. I can sense it somewhere, but it doesn't seem like it's in the castle right now. Maybe I better go back and get the dragon. You walk back down the stairs, past the guards, and into the area where you and the dragon were being kept. You walk up to the dragon and put your hand on its head. You begin to expand the feeling you have into the dragon. And you make the dragon part of the same time you're existing in. The dragon suddenly becomes awake. What? What's going on? Don't worry, dragon, you say. Everything's going to be okay. But we're going to have to bust out of here. I already tried that. The bars are too big. They won't be right now, you say. I've kind of stopped time, and I think they're going to be a little easier to break than normal. The dragon decides to test that theory. It swings its wings at the bars, and they easily break apart. Then he begins to swing his wings and his head all over the place, breaking the walls, the ceiling, and absolutely everything. You climb onto the dragon's back and say, Let's go. We have to find the king. He's keeping my friend captive, and I don't like that. Okay, but after that, I'm going to have to run really far away from this place, the dragon says. Well, I have a place you might like, actually. Really? Yeah, there's actually other dragons there and dinosaurs. It's pretty cool. Um, if you want to come, you're welcome to. There's all the food you could ever want. Really? Um, well, I guess so. Can I come back if I don't like it? The dragon asks. Of course you can, you say. Well, it's a deal, the dragon says. 
he flaps his huge wings and flies up into the sky. You allow yourself to return to the normal flow of time. Higher and higher you go, you close your eyes and begin to try to sense where Spaceship is. You can feel something coming from the forest ahead. So you point in that direction and the dragon flies there. Before long, you see the king and a bunch of guards riding horses out in the woods. It must be with him, you say. You know that ice breath you have? Yeah, the dragon says. When I say go, I want you to freeze all of the guards, but leave the king alone. Okay, says the dragon. You and the dragon swoop down out of the air. Go, you say, and the dragon unleashes a huge burst of freeze breath on the guards to the right of the king. It instantly covers all of them in a coat of ice. You then swoop up and turn around, and the dragon unleashes another blast of freeze breath, this time hitting all of the guards on the other side of the king. They become frozen as well. The king, looking left and looking right, realizes that he's all alone. You land in front of him, slide off the dragon, and walk up towards him. I believe you have something that belongs to me, you say. But I want to keep it, the king says. Well, you can either give it back to me, or I'll take it back, you say. It's not yours. And you're not being very nice. I don't have to be nice. I'm the king, says the king. Kings have to be extra nice, you say. You're the one who sets an example for the people. Ah, whatever. The king opens up the box, picks up the spaceship, and throws it towards you. The spaceship bounces on the ground a few times and rolls to your feet. Spaceship, are you okay? Spaceship? You say? You pick up the spaceship and something just doesn't feel right. You press the button on the side of it that made it grow for the first time. But still nothing happened. It feels as though all of the energy was sucked out of it. You close your eyes for a second and you focus your energy on the spaceship, trying to push just a little magic inside it. After you do that, you press the button again. The spaceship comes to life. It lights up and then it begins to grow. It grows and grows and grows until it's a full-size spaceship and lands right in front of the king. What? I didn't know it could do that, says the king. It can do a lot more than that. Now, it's time to get going. The back hatch of the spaceship opens up, and you and the dragon climb inside. Once again, the spaceship's made itself big enough for the dragon, and the little area with dragon food and a dragon bed 
is all ready for him. He smells the food and walks right over to it and begins eating. You go to the control panel. Spaceship, set a course for the dinosaur planet. Setting course now, says the ship. The back hatch closes and the ship lifts up off the ground. It blasts up through the clouds, through the atmosphere, and out into space. Once it's far enough away from the planet, it jumps to super hyperdrive. I'm glad to have you back, spaceship. It's good to be back. I did not like being in that box. It felt cold and like I was very tired, explains the spaceship. Well, I'll do my best to never let you get in that situation again. But right now, that's enough adventuring for one day. You yawn. You get up from the control seat and walk towards your bedroom. Once again, you climb into bed. Once again, you turn out the lights. And once again, you lay back in your bed, letting your head rest gently on the pillow. And you begin to take slow, deep breaths. You allow all the tension to fall from your arms and your legs, just allowing yourself to sink deeper and deeper into the mattress. You focus your mind on whatever else you want to imagine. And you allow yourself to drift off to sleep. Good night, everyone.